Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Payment Protection Program Loan Forgiveness and Its Financial Impact, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Diane Cunningham Ellis coaches on business, life, recovery, authentic living, and so much more. She is a business therapist, plane crash survivor, author, consultant, speaker, marathon runner, and a fun friend. She's weighed 203 pounds at her highest weight and 122 pounds at her lowest, and now is currently embracing life at a healthy weight for her body, frame, and lifestyle. Diane has a master's degree in education from Whitworth College and a bachelor's degree in interpersonal communications. She's a woman living in recovery and is now a life recovery coach, along with all of her other coaching programs. She's founder of the National Association of Christian Women Entrepreneurs, a global association where women meet to connect, create, and collaborate. Diane is the author of seven books, four of which are Amazon bestsellers, including the Inspired Business Toolkit and the Rock Bottom is a Beautiful Place book series. She's happily married to Jim, her very own private investigator. So Diane, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Candy, and uh, it's, I'm looking forward to having our conversation. Well, it's going to be a great topic. I know there's people who are potentially thinking now of starting a business and wondering maybe what all is you know, required for that, and I know you have your perspective that you want to bring to that. Uh, but before we get into the topic for the day, I would love for you just to really give a little bit more background on yourself. I gave a bit of your bio, but just explain how you got started working with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Well, it uh, came about uh, accidentally, which I'm sure is a lot of the story for people. I was I trained as a count, as a counselor, and so master's degree in counseling, in guidance and, and counseling. Worked at a hospital for five years, and then in the middle of that um, was reduction in force. You know, we were all mm-hmm. let go. And um, also during that time, I had a client that suicided, and so I walked through a lawsuit. And so all of those things put together uh, led me over into having to reinvent myself, not as a counselor, but as a coach, and Mm. walk into a, um, you know, a a very similar field, but, you know, very different uh, at the same time, and uh, start figuring out how to market. And what does that even mean? And how do I build a website? How do I attract some clients here? Um, and so and that was really the beginning of the journey. Gosh, 15, 20 years ago, I went through that lawsuit and suicide 20 years ago now. So um, it led me on a journey I never would have chosen. 
uh, but mm-hmm. it got me right where I needed to be. And that's true. Sometimes we look back at things and think like, wow, I wouldn't have picked that, but you know, it definitely made an impact. So I'm glad you're able to turn that into a positive. Yes, ma'am. So what I would love to do first, you were talking about, you know, brave was in the topic of this when we're talking about launching a business, you know, making this brave choice. So what does brave creations mean for you? Yeah, um, I really have built a huge brand around the word brave, mainly because I have had to live it. And I have a program that's called Brave Creations Inner Circle. But long before that, I have had did a challenge called Five Day Be Brave Today Challenge. For me, every single thing I've done building a business has been this courageous choice. And even just, you know, whether that's a podcast or writing, you know, a book or, or actually, you know, putting out my price list, you know, or raising my prices, every single thing for me takes a lot of courage. But if Mm -hmm. you look from the outside, it might just look easy. Well, it's not easy when you're behind the scene, right? Right. I believe that Brave Creations means for me, just building one day at a time, doing something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. And and a big part of that is asking for help in the areas that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Well, I think starting a business, for sure, it does take courage. I mean, I remember for myself, the reason I started is because someone kind of knew what I did in my profession and said, hey, can you help me? My husband has a business and I help with the bookkeeping and I don't like it. And, you know, she bugged mm-hmm. me for like three or four months And then I ended up helping her and a few more clients kind of on the side of my, you know, quote unquote, real job for quite a while, you know. And finally, my husband is like, quit your job, you know, do your business. People like what you do. And it was scary to give up that guaranteed paycheck, you know. And it was because he, like, pushed me to do it that I finally did. But that was definitely a courageous move. But thankfully, you know, I had his encouragement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's so scary. And especially... I mean, it's definitely scary when you're doing it uh, as a single person or, or, you know, as, you know, there is no other guaranteed income in the household. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, every single step that you've taken, that I've taken, that every other business owner's taken, and especially right now this year, wow. Right, a, right. <laughs> a lot of new scary things we've all had to walk through to, to mm-hmm. keep going, to hold on. That's for sure, especially now. I mean, they might have the time because a lot of people have been furloughed or maybe temporarily are unemployed, so they would have the time, but then the resources, you know, so then you're juggling, do I really want to invest? You know, it's a scary time for sure. But I would love to hear, too, about your background as a counselor and how does that actually fit into this whole topic for today? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, amazingly enough, I get to use my counselor skills every single day. I'm sure you're shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, at first I thought, wow, you know, how does this even work? But, uh, of course, most of my women are building a business, but I, I'm not afraid to talk about their body, their, their weight, their, their finances. And that's really something unique. Um, I think that is helpful to me because I do, I've heard everything as a counselor, um, Mm -hmm. and I've heard it and held it and let it, you know, let them do their own healing. And so my background as a counselor has been a huge benefit to me in this entrepreneurial journey because really it's all about transformation. Mm 
mm-hmm. as you as you and I both know. It's like you can know everything in the world about accounting, but you still have, you know, we all have mindset issues that mm-hmm. keep us from our own success, and we have ways we self-sabotage. So I get to use it every single day. Today I actually uh, was coaching a fellow counselor uh, on on her her plans for her business and um, and some other women and, and I, I'm just thrilled that I get to use these skills in immersed in my business every single day. Right. Well, I think it's important for people to realize because they might say like, well, what does you know your size have to do with you starting a business? But your whole um, you know, what's happening in your business world impacts personal and vice versa. So if you are, you know, working like I do lots of times, way too many hours to, you know, you're probably not exercising enough or eating right. And it's probably adding stress and, you know, like it could affect your health and lots of different things. So it's not just business is one thing and personal is another and they're not going to intersect. So having someone like you who can actually bring to the, you know, the the top of everything like yeah you're talking about business but what are the underlying issues i think that's important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely uh, yeah go, go ahead. ahead go ahead no i was gonna say go ahead because i know there was some that you probably want to share with us so keep going yeah yeah i mean i think it's really easy for us to come you know we we all want to compartmentalize like oh it doesn't matter that i've gained you know and i, I have clients that are i would they would easily tell you they're 100 pounds overweight Mm. And is that the norm? I don't know. I mean, I work with all sorts of shapes, sizes, and colors. And, you know, nobody is really posting their, their weight on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, right. it, and it's hard to know. But when they are talking to me privately and they tell me, and we are able to dive in deep about, okay, I have a successful career business, but what's happening underneath? What mm-hmm. what is that about, and what what where is the fear, and what is what are you doing to yourself? How is that how is that making you feel in your clothes and your in you know back pain, feet pain, knee pain, and right. how does that come across to your potential clients? Um, and all of that's really hard to talk about. It really is. Right. Um, yep. And yet we have to be willing to look at our, our body and business. Cause I am my business. I bring my business and my body to, to the table every single day. And mm-hmm. so do you. And so we can't like pretend, Oh, you know, they can't see me. Yes, they can see you. They can see you. Right. Well, and I think that's important to, to have people realize too, is that if you're not feeling confident because of whatever's going on in your life too, for sure people are going to pick up on that. So if you're talking with clients or prospects or something like that too, you know, they will pick up. You might think they won't, um, but that's why it's important. If you're going to be, you know, starting a business to really understand how everything is impacting each other and it's not, Mm -hmm. like you said, completely separate. So, so on that topic though, we're, you know, talking about how, when you're running a business, whether you're starting it or you've been in business a long time, you know, you could have a lot of stress or lots of things going on. And the way some people, you know, deal with that stress is potentially alcohol or other things as well, too. And I know you have a history, you know, where you're you're going through sobriety and recovery as well. So how as you as a business owner have had to deal with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, actually, my seven-year sober birthday is this week, so that's exciting. Oh, happy birthday um, anniversary! 
Thank you. Thank you. It's coming up. And so, yeah, I've been really vocal about my sobriety. I had already built a business. I was running the National Association of Christian Women Entrepreneurs. And, um, but I was doing that every single day, being a workaholic, um, and then drinking every night. And, you know, that began, I, I didn't, I didn't think I was an alcoholic. Of course, no one wants to admit that. Um, mm-hmm. but when it finally hit, hit the rock bottom moment for me, I did admit that and mm-hmm. I did seek help. And, you know, it's, it's fascinating to think back seven years ago and, and where I was this last week of my drinking career. Um, and it wasn't pretty <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was rather ugly. Um, but that has been a huge piece of, of my journey. And I've talked very boldly about that. I've shared my testimony on, on YouTube. I've written books about it, a, a three part book series. Why? Because I felt it was important in case one woman needed to hear me say it. Mm-hmm. In case I could help one woman, whether, whether it's her drinking, her husband's drinking, or some other addiction. I mean, my main addiction, my first addiction was food. Mm-hmm. And that was way easier. And then alcohol came way later in my life. But I can be addicted to anything that makes me feel better. And so right. that could be buying things on Amazon or, you know, eating eating extra nachos, right? So um, I have to be real cautious about the ways I try to escape and numb. And, you know, a lot of us just numb with the socially acceptable things like Netflix, right? Right. Um, But there's some things that can actually kill you that you're numbing with. So Mm -hmm. I have to be really aware of my addictive tendencies. So what would you say to someone right now who's thinking, you know, because our topic course is launching a business too and kind of incorporating all this. So someone's thinking about launching a business right now, you know, and they're worried about how it's going to affect them. Like, what would you give as, you know, a couple tips? This is probably our last question before we go to a break. Um, So we have like three minutes left or so. But if you can answer that question in three minutes, that would be great. Yeah, I would just be really aware of your gifts, your your strengths. And I love using the Strength Finder assessment. Mm, that's a great book. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Knowing what my five strengths were, um, I first took that test 10 years ago. It, it just rocked my world. And so mm-hmm. I would say the same thing to somebody now to really, you know, do an assessment like that to know what am I good at and what's, what's not, not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And... Um, to really begin to go towards that. Those are the things that uh, come easy to you, to me. And during any any year, any season, uh, it's going to be way easier for you to build a business around your strengths and gifting. And then it's really important for us to begin to practice delegating and hiring out people to help us in the areas that we are not that gifted in. Yeah, that is so important, too, to think about, you know, especially if you're starting a business now, you might think, oh, I can't really afford to have anyone else. I have to do it all. But being able to definitely offload some of that from your plate so you're not completely overwhelmed, you know, and just figuring out what that might be. Like you said, that strengths finders, that's a great place to start because then you could find someone who has things that you don't have as strengths that can fill in, you know, that area for you, whether it's a virtual assistant or you actually hire like, you know, someone as a staff member or something. But that's definitely a great place to start. 
So it's actually just about time for us to take a break. So when we come back, we're going to continue to chat with Diane about creating a business. You're listening to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. You are listening to Biz Help For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help For You. Welcome back to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Diane Cunningham Ellis told us about her background and how she began working with entrepreneurs. Now let's continue our discussion on starting a business. So, Diane, obviously there's been a lot of turmoil and changes going on in 2020. So, how has it affected you and your business, and what would you tell someone who's thinking of starting a business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has been just the most crazy, weird year. And in the middle of that, I actually have more clients than I've ever had um, because I was able to, I, I was already working online, and I, I began to really feel like I needed to rise up and rise up bigger, not hide, not sit and watch Netflix all day. (laughs) Um, But I I know that this has been a very challenging year and it has affected my, my husband's business completely dried up. And, Mm. and I know that's the case for a lot of entrepreneurs. I know a lot of people we know have lost their businesses during this Mm -hmm. year or had to apply for business loans and wait endlessly for them to finally get a rise. So again, that goes back to that word brave. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be one day at a time choosing, do I move forward or do I let go? Do I, do I ask for the bigger business loan? Do I, do I take, or do I, do I call it quits? I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a lot of hard questions that have had to 
be asked by all of us, every single one of us, whether we own a business or not. I know a right. lot of people had to had to stop working at their office and start working from home and begin teaching their children during that right. same time. So I think really it's about the adapt, adapting, pivoting, and choosing one day at a time what that means to you. There's a, a slogan we use in recovery that's called that basically says more will be revealed. And I, I, that was really a saving grace for me this year as well as every other year to basically give myself permission to not know the answer, to mm-hmm. trust that more will, more will be revealed today. I'll, I'll have more information after I actually do this, do this podcast with you today. Great. <laughs> okay. Um, or more will be revealed after I've talked to my, my business coach or my loan uh, my loan advisor or my, my you know, just anybody, I, I need to be willing to pivot, adapt, and wait for more answers. Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned a few people that you can actually speak to as mentors or something there too. So I think that's important for people to know. It's okay to reach out and ask someone for answers and help and what, you know, what are you doing? It may not be the exact same situation or maybe it's not even the same best fit for them, but at least they have that sounding board and that's important. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about brave though too. You know, I wanted to actually get to, you have a three-part recipe you said for choosing brave. That was part of our description of what we were going to talk about today for launching a business. So I would love for you to tell me what is that? Yes, ma'am. So uh, I have it right here in front of me every day, and it's just three simple phrases. Number one, be real, and I'll go over these, um, and then I'll come back to them. Number one, be real. Number two, ask for help. Number three, take action. Mm. So let's dive in deep to these because it sounds really simple, but um, this is what I this is what I do every day. This is what I teach. Number one, be real. Be real that you don't know what the answers are. Be mm-hmm. real that you need a business loan. Be real that you don't know what to do about your weight uh, or that you're afraid to even get on the scale. So we have to be real in all the areas because nothing can change if we aren't uh, willing to acknowledge that there's a problem or that we're confused. And that's real, real important for me, for my clients to just let's tell the truth. Let's stop lying, pretending, putting on a face, fake, you know, fake book, <laughs> fake book. Right. (laughs) Um, Pretend. uh, You know, yeah, love it. Ask for help. So that leads me to number two, the ask for help. I have a sponsor. I have a 12-step program. I have a business coach. I have counselors. I'm now working on getting help with some low thyroid issues. Of course, I'm going to go to the Mm -hmm. doctor for that. Like right. we, we, we get into this mistaken belief of somehow we should know, like, of course I don't know how to do a podcast until I've done a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to do Zoom until I've done Zoom. I don't know how to host a virtual retreat until I've hosted a virtual retreat. So hire somebody, uh, you know, there's only so much I can learn from watching a free webinar. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I have to jump I in. Yeah, I have to ask for the help and um, and do that. And then step three is just to take action. Most of the things I've learned, I've had to just do it, try it, go there. And that doesn't happen by reading the book. I have to go 
out the door to the networking event and meet real people and try handing out my business card or, or whatever that next action is. I have to go to the 12-step AA meeting, not read about it, not stare at the website. I have to drive down the road and take some action. So that's my three-part recipe for, uh, for Brave. I think that taking action is a really important point to discuss, too, because I think sometimes, you know, we want everything to be perfect or, you know, we're just starting out. So we want the image to be there, you know, and it's like you can wait too long, right, to really take action. So don't be afraid to just go out and and start. And it may not be Mm -hmm. perfect yet, but that's okay. At least you are trying to do something to make your business happen instead of sitting around and thinking, well, I'll get to it, right? And then three months later, maybe you haven't really done anything yet. So don't be afraid to just start, right? Yeah, most of my clients have the problem of like too much information and overthinking Mm -hmm. and like just this endless researching and, and no action. There's no action in that. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a super duper, let's implement, let's try it. Although they might think it's action because they're researching, so they're doing something, mm-hmm. but right, I get your point. <laughs> I think that's where it's good to reach out to other people, and this is where it's good to have a community of other people in business, and if you're just starting out, sometimes that's really hard, but being able to reach out to someone else you know in business, like, hey, I'm looking for you know a calendar app that I could use for scheduling with my clients. What do you use, right? What do you recommend or something? Instead right. of having to go research it all just ask some people what they use and why they like it or why, you know, they didn't choose something else that could help too. Exactly. Yeah. So you have 10 self-published books and three in 2020. I'm sure some people who are listening might even want to become an author. So tell us about that process. What, you know, would your, what were you doing to end three in 2020? I mean, we're only in June, (laughs) right? (laughs) I know. And I'm actually behind on my plans. Uh, because wow. of COVID. So yeah, I had done seven self-published books and then took a couple years off and actually it's way easier now. Amazon has changed mm. since I took my break. And so this year I took a bunch of workbooks, eBooks and things that I had done like 10 years ago and we got them edited and adapted and up into Amazon. And so it's really not as hard as it sounds it's just really a matter of making the commitment. And yes, I mean, I, that's just, um, it's, it, I'm making it sound super simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's a few more steps to it than that. But I, I do want to make sure I say it's way easier than it was the first book I did a lot, you know, a long time, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just gotten simpler and simpler. And there's some key ways of of doing that. And, and they can be low content books. Like I have two of my new books this year are really like workbooks. They're 90 mm. day workbooks. One's called the nourish notebook and it's about the food, body, mind pieces. And then one is called the transformation tracker. And, and that's more of a business um, habit building tracker. And it's, they're simple. they but they they need to be in paperback. They they can work for me on Amazon in ways that I could never get them out uh, one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I, I guess what I want to say to those listening that if you want help with that, let me know. Reach out. I can either help you or get you connected to those that can help you with this. 
because our voice matters and what you have sitting in your on your shelf in a three-ring binder might just need to turn into a book. Mm, interesting. So if someone were thinking of starting a business, like let's say, you know, they wanted to be a coach in some aspect and, you know, they have this other idea for a book as well, would you suggest they do the book first and kind of launch that and then they can use that to kind of promote their coaching business? Or, I mean, I know that wasn't really the topic per se, but as you were talking, I was like, well, which comes first, you know, if, if they're launching something and they can write this book, like what would you suggest from your own experience? I, what do you think? I would say they happen at the same time, Candy, and nobody's going to like that answer. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> because like what you're teaching in your coaching program needs to be written and, you know, people like to learn both ways. Mm-hmm. So whatever, like most of the things that are in my books, they are also in a video training and worksheet in one of my coaching classrooms. Mm. Okay. And so you would be, let's say if you were to write up a list of, um, you know, 13 challenges your clients seem to tend to come to you with, that would turn into 13 chapters in your book. Mm. Or, I mean, there's all sorts of ways of, of flushing it out. 10 chapters, I mean, it doesn't matter. You want to think about what are the main problems, the five or six main problems that I, people come to me for, and those are really some building blocks of what you want to write down and teach. And that's how my first, you know, one of my first books is called the Inspired Business Toolkit. It has 10 chapters, and I wrote it a long time ago, but it's still very, very valid because it's about the mission of your business, the marketing of your business, your mindset of your business, the time, mm-hmm. you know, time. And so all of those were painstakingly written. But I can open that book up right today and teach from any page on a webinar or, mm. or a podcast like this. And I'm sure, like, those are pieces that every single client I have today, 10 years later, they still need. Wow, that's so true. Well, and I know we talked about uh, we were going to discuss boundaries as well and how important those are in business. So how would you say that boundaries relate to business growth? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> if you don't set boundaries, you, your business will not grow. And that mm-hmm. can be everything. Like the client I met with today who's a counselor, she ha- she's having to set more ba- more boundaries because some people don't want to come in person right now, of course. Mm-hmm. So she's having set boundaries. Which days do I work in person? Which days do I work virtually? That's a simple boundary, but it can be complicated. Right. Um, she's having to look online schedule. That's a mm-hmm. boundary. Like there's certain things that I, you know, I don't have to reply to the text instantly. That's a boundary. I don't get email on my cell phone. That's a boundary I have. Um, and so all of those pieces, um, you know, even just a time scheduling system helps me to not be going back and forth 50, 50 times when somebody wants to reschedule. Right. Uh, that's, these, these are boundaries that we learn. Mainly, I learned them the hard way by getting mm-hmm. pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, I learned the hard way, too, for some of situations in my own business where I got burned or, you know, things happen and I had, you know... I thought people would be kind of like me, you know, and you do certain things, right. but not everyone has the same integrity or things too. And it's not all integrity related, but some of the issues I had were things, you know, around exactly. that. So definitely had to set up some boundaries for that too. 
So I know, you know, how important that really is. But I think sometimes, especially if someone is starting out their business, they might be afraid like, oh, if I set up these boundaries, you know, customers aren't going to want to work with me. So what would you tell someone then about how to actually set up boundaries that are helpful for them, but still, you know, would be respected? Mm-hmm. I would say at the beginning of my business, I would have said, oh, my God, you know, and again, you learn by doing it wrong and the hard way, but the more clear I am with my boundaries, the clients that are not meant for me will go by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And and the farther you get into entrepreneurship, the more you're going to be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because if, if we aren't able to honor and respect each other, then there's going to be way other, way more problems that arise. Right. Um, right. <laughs> and so I have to be clear on that and not get into this prove it, prove it to me energy or desperation, uh, scarcity mode. I have to know that, that more will, more, more clients will come. Mm-hmm. And if they can't respect these, simple guidelines and boundaries, then we're not the right fit right now. Maybe later, right. um, mm-hmm. but not right now. Yeah, and it depends on what that boundary is. I mean, some of those boundaries aren't ever going to change, right? And some, right. you know, things might like, you know, what time someone can call you or something like that too. But um, yeah, I've one of my boundaries now too is I just don't want to give out my cell phone. So many people are just so used to, change, you know, sharing their cell phone numbers. But I'm like, I want to just have my office hours. I mean, I work more than office hours too, as we all do as entrepreneurs, but I don't want someone, you know, thinking that they can call me or text me at, you know, nine at night and get an answer or something. So I just generally don't give that number out. Um, I have an office number and a message and an email, you know, but that's what I've had to set up for myself to have that boundary just, you know, for my own sanity, I think too, because otherwise, I mean, I I get calls all day. <laughs> yeah, I stopped giving out my personal cell phone maybe seven years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, luckily learned about Google Voice. And, um, you know, my personal private clients get my cell phone number. Mm-hmm. But that's like 10 people, you know, <laughs> right. versus, you know, like I really, it's not anywhere else. It's not on my website. That's a really great example of a boundary because I do not want to hear from you. <laughs> I mean, you have horrible. to have your own life too. Like you're supporting others, but you also have to have that little bit of a break because otherwise we're an entrepreneur 24-7 and we still need to have a little bit of downtime too. And most people understand that and realize this is not like an emergency. In most cases, it's not an emergency that has to be handled this minute. I mean, that's there's some that that's different, you know, like in some counselors even you might have where, you know, if you're going mm-hmm. through something, you know, give me a call. That I'm not saying that that's, you know, that you should have that across the board. But for a bookkeeping company, most of the time, (laughs) it's not something that is so urgent that it can't be answered tomorrow or later. You know what I mean? So that's just something that I've had to do. Otherwise, I would probably never stop working. (laughs) Even if I decide to work at nine o'clock at night, I have lots of emails too. So, but I just had to do that for myself. So uh, right before we have probably like two minutes left, um, right before we go to commercial, I know you said your husband is also an entrepreneur. So what have you learned being married to an entrepreneur and being one yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been fascinating to watch him. He was a FBI agent, and so mm. he's retired from that, which is um, super fascinating <laughs> in itself. 
Um, and then he worked in a, you know, he got a regular corporate job doing investigations at a school district. And he, you know, oh. went and sat in a cubicle. And he, he realized that was not for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, I got to watch him from our living room create his own website using Squarespace. <laughs> oh, interesting. And, yeah, and then, like, get his first client using an app called Thumbtack. And um, and then grow from there and, of course, expand and get, you know, a fancier website and lots more clients and expert witness. And, and you know, been, I've watched him uh, with the pains of, of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. where, lots, you know, making a lot of money and then making zero money. <laughs> hey. And that's really the truth. That's how it works as an entrepreneur. You, you will have months. Uh, it feels like we're, you know, manic depressive, right? So um, <laughs> it's going to be the ho- the highs and the lows of entrepreneurs. So I've got to watch that nearby, I guess, next to him, and really see him grow and learn and and have a breakdown and and uh, and all the things I've done too. And so I've loved that. And now he's in a season of. Re, you know, re- relaunching. He and he. Mm-hmm. I've watched him hire his own business coach as well, right. and real, realize. And he met with his coach today. And I just, I, I, I love that. I love that I have a coach. He has a coach. We're not each other's coach. And, mm-hmm. That's um, important. That he, it is important. And um, it's just been really a cool thing to watch him grow. Perfect. Well, it's actually time to take another quick break, so be sure to hang around to hear more from Diane, and we're going to continue discussing creating your business. We'll be right back after a few commercials. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to BizHelp for You. 
If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Today, I'm chatting with Diane Cunningham-Ellis. Let's find out a bit more on this topic of launching a business. So, Diane, we had to go to break as we were talking about you having a spouse who's an entrepreneur, too. And I really wanted to continue touching on the fact that it's important to have support, uh, whether it's even just your spouse who's an entrepreneur or maybe someone else who's been there and really understands it as well, because we can still have family or friends that support us. But unless they've been an entrepreneur, it's really hard to really understand like what you're going through. So I would love you to continue just talking a little bit more what you were sharing about the support you can give each other because you both are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really um, the support that he has been able to give me has been amazing. And we we both had offices outside the home, which we really didn't need to, but sometimes you kind of think you do and want to <laughs> want to leave the house. <laughs> right. um, but like we both um, have a, we're, he's in the office next to me and in between my sessions today and his, you know, every day we check in and um, we run th- stuff by each other. We, we get a chance to say, Hey, you know, what are your thoughts on this? And so that has been very valuable. I know lots of people don't have that, Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a huge piece of, um, it's, he's been a huge support to me and I know that I was really kind of jokingly his first business coach, um, mm-hmm. and helped him learn some things about, and he even tells me that still today, you know, I never would have known about this or this or this like zoom. He never would have known about zoom. And unless I had told him about it two years ago. And he was able to use that to have team trainings with his other investigators without driving all the way across Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, little simple things uh, have been a huge piece of benefit for us. And then just being able to go to entrepreneur conferences together or read books together and talk about it. And our businesses are very different, but we all have to market. Mm -hmm. Uh, we all have to record videos or write blogs or, or, or make money. You know, do the, yeah, we have to learn how to make money and ask for money. So mm-hmm. it's been really powerful and impactful and a huge blessing for our pretty new marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. You've only been married a few years. I remember that when you guys were getting yeah, married. Yeah, we're, we are going to have our three-year anniversary in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, happy anniversary on that, too. That's awesome. But I, I totally agree with you in terms of, you know, that support, too, because like I said, my family has been fabulous, too. I mean, and, you know, my parents and, you know, other people, too. But other than a grandfather who lived in another state that I only got to see, you know, maybe once every other year or something like that, too, for like a week at a time, I wasn't really exposed to entrepreneurship. It wasn't even right. in my plan to be an entrepreneur. Never, never did I ever think I would. And then here I am. So it's great mm-hmm. like to have their support. And they always say, you know, you're doing such a great job and they want to help. But like if you're in the midst of those struggles, you don't always have someone who understands mm-hmm. 
like, so it's important. So I'm thankful I have a few different things that I've been involved with too. And of course, you know, I'm a chamber member and I've met people through that. But I think one of the most important groups to me was a mastermind group where there's, you know, seven or eight of us women in there that have been together for quite a few years even. And we all have the chance to talk about a struggle and, it's a sounding board, right? And they can give you their feedback yeah. and maybe they don't know yeah. the right answer, but they help you think through things, you know? So I would definitely encourage someone that if they are starting a business that they really reach out um, and find someone. And it might be, you know, maybe you look on Meetup or maybe you just look next door or something like that and find someone that kind of matches what your situation is and, you know, have that. Even if it's one person, but that has been so helpful for me in having support like that because you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and that's one of the main things. I My Brave Creations Inner Circle is a mastermind group that lasts eight months. Mm-hmm. And these are 15 women that would never have normally met but in all sorts of different types of businesses that can run, run stuff by each other. And so right. I... I totally agree with you. And no one in my family is an entrepreneur. They're all school teachers. Mm. Um, and so none of them kind of get it. <laughs> right. And that's, that's okay. Uh, you know, we, they don't disagree with it. They just don't quite understand right. it. Right. So on a different topic, then obviously as business owners, it takes energy to even run your company. There's so much you have to put into it and you have a lot of energy. So what is your secret? <laughs> um, a magic pill. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. I, you know, I really have, uh, you know, sometimes you think everybody is just like you and everybody knows everything you know, and that's not true. Um, I, my, a lot of my energy comes, of course, from my faith and, you know, foundation of faith, but I have learned how much um, my food, my exercise, all of those things that really are related to the nourishment of our souls. That affects me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess the, the energy I have, um, it multiplies. If I'm excited about something, I want that gives me more energy. And if you're not energetic or inspired, then you're going to have a hard time gathering up some people <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to fo- follow you like the Pied Piper. So, I mean, uh, tap in again to those things that are your strengths. And and embrace those and find people that energize you, um, and then make sure you're. We are all make sure we have to make sure I'm taking good care of myself. And for me, that every single day includes exercise, and it includes mm-hmm. the right food plan, and it include you know, it includes all sorts of things that take time. Right, they take time. They take planning. They don't just magically happen. Um, I have to plan for them and set boundaries around them or else I don't have any energy. Mm, that's a good point. Sounds like you're a little bit better than me. I mean, I was putting on the gym, you know, on my calendar or something too. And now, of course, like the local gyms are closed and now I'm just working and I could probably work out at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't really done that, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it sounds like habits, right? You formed habits and those are helping you, you know, stay sane and keep your success. So what would you say to someone who's starting a business? What habits would you tell them other than what you just said, healthy food and things like that? But are there any other habits you would recommend for them? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's where I created that one whole book, The Transformation Tracker. I mean, every single thing we do in our business is a habit, whether that's posting on Facebook or adding up our business numbers, writing the blog. If I don't know 
if I don't know, oh, I'm doing this every Thursday, it's, you know, a whole month will go by and like nothing has happened, right? Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was going to write a blog every Thursday. Well, what, you know, (laughs) three months have gone by. So for me, I know that all of everything's a habit I have to learn how to do. It's going to be hard. I'm not going to like it. I'm going to want to not do it and avoid it and all sorts of things. And I'm going to make a million excuses why I can't exercise or why I can't eat, you know, the right foods or why it's too expensive, whatever. All of Mm -hmm. those are really underneath is, you know, our fear and our avoidance. Right. Fear and avoidance. And so I would just say, you know, my habits in my business have been action taking and consistency and and choosing to show up even even when I don't have, you know, I've I've gone and just sat down and and you don't have clients but what if act as if if I had clients what would what would I be doing right now well mm-hmm. I'd be sitting here meeting with them so you know sometimes at the very beginning of our business we have to act our way into business ownership mm-hmm. what would I remember the day specifically that I I call it my CEO day and it was April twentieth of let's see uh, two thousand ten. And it it was like I I realized I am the CEO. I know you know I had with I mean I it was a difference for me in thinking of like sole proprietor or entrepreneur. CEOs make decisions and they make them fast and they don't linger or ponder for five months. They just do it. Right. And I, it was a it was a shift for me that really revolu- revolutionized my business. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think. Again, it's really hard sometimes when you feel so overwhelmed and you're starting your business and you don't necessarily know everything that you need to do or what order you need to do something to and then it can feel overwhelming and then they're not making progress. So like I said, even if you just write out, you know, maybe what you want to do, you know, this is my plan, you know, for, you know, what I'm going to do tomorrow or or things like that. But we're actually coming close to the end of the show. So I want to give you time to, um, you know, tell us maybe any last thoughts. We're about five minutes from the end. So just any last thoughts um, to encourage the listener. And then let us know if you have an offer that you would like to share with them. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess my last thoughts are just to, to follow through on this three-part recipe. The number one, be, bra- be real, excuse me, to ask for help and take action. And that really is how I've built a business and built a life and got married and <laughs> all sorts mm-hmm. of things. Um, and I just would offer a free gift that I have on my website, and it's just a Create Your Vision workbook. And mm-hmm. this thing is like 40 pages, and it's just a free gift to anybody that's listening, and it's at dianecunningham.com slash free gift. Really simple. Wow. So it sounds Diane like it'll be a great resource. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, is. it is. It's a great resource. There's a lot of worksheets in there. Uh, that are helpful about business building, mindset change, sabotage, um, all the things that I teach. And it's about increasing your creativity, your reach, and your impact. Um, and so that's just really what I would love to end with. And, and I would end with just um, my favorite quote as well, okay. which is by John Wesley, Wesley, and it's catch on fire with enthusiasm and people will come for miles to watch you burn. Wow. I don't know yeah, if I've heard that uh, one before. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorites because I do believe in, you know, people will come if you are enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. 
That's very true. So mention your website one more time. And then if there's any other, you know, if you have social media or phone number or anything else that you want to share where listeners can connect with you. Sure. My website's just simple, dianecunningham.com. And my website, or my, excuse me, my Facebook links and every, everything is over there. I've got a really strong YouTube presence. I've uh, been on there since 2008, uh, many, many videos for free, um, and lots to share and teach over there. So I would be honored to connect with any of you that are listening today. Thank you. Well, thank you, too, for being a guest on my show, Diane. I really appreciate your taking the time out to share, you know, your expertise and kind of where you've been, you know, over the years and starting your own business and, you know, running it and being successful. So thank you for sharing your expertise. And I want to thank the listeners for tuning in to this episode today as well. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about what to do when you're creating your business. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Diane at any of the links she shared, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I'd really appreciate your support. Next week's topic is the benefits of Chamber of Commerce membership. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is www.abandp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on www.voiceamerica.com or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to BizHelp for You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week. 